Lynch Show. Welcome back to ACC Operation Basketball in Charlotte. Our next guest, I don't think he's ever hit a really big shot that will make him immortal no matter how long he lives. It's all downhill from here, right, for Luke May of the North Carolina Tar Heels. When I started covering this league in 1987, I interviewed Mark May, who was the starting quarterback for UNC's football team. Wow. 30 years later, we say hello to son Luke May, the starting forward for UNC's basketball team. Mr. May, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you. How is immortality treating you these <laughs> days, man? I mean, ser oh, I man. use that word. I'm serious. Man. Like, after we're all dead and buried, they will still play that video of no. your shot in this year's NCAA I mean, tournament. No. It was definitely a great experience, uh, being able to experience that with my teammates and my coaches. And, I mean, it's something that I remember for the rest of my life. But, I mean, it's a new season. we got to kind of move forward and uh, have a lot of more aspirations to uh, achieve. Now, you're turning the page. When you meet a stranger in public, <laughs> what is the percentage chance, once they realize, hey, this is Luke May of the North Carolina Tar Heels, what is the percentage chance that they would bring up, say, dad, or your car flipping over this summer, or, you know, a really big shot to beat Kentucky in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, the first two are probably a little bit more likely, but uh, probably there's a very good chance. And, uh, I mean, it's really cool that so many people kind of know the basketball program and know me as an individual because of my shot and because of the person I am and it's very fulfilling to kind of meet somebody and be able to either take a picture or sign something and just know that you made somebody's day. You can't hide at six foot eight, 230 pounds. <laughs> That's true, you I, can't. I imagine you're pretty recognizable out there. Right now we've got the bearded Luke May. Yes, sir. I've seen some other publicity photos where it's the clean-shaven Luke May. Uh -huh. uh, is that it? Um, how's know. that decision go? First couple years I kind of uh, did no clean-shaven for every game, but uh, this, this year I kind of got to go beard and kind of see how it goes and I'm a little bit more of a superstitious person, so if it goes well, I'm going to keep it. If not, I'm going to kind of have to go back to the old days. UNC's Luke May is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Now, my staff heard Luke earlier say that I look far too young to have interviewed his dad all the way back in 1987. <laughs> uh, but do you get it a lot seriously, like facially, you and your dad are freakishly similar? Now, keep really? in mind, I'm thinking about... Mark May in 1987, not whatever he looks like today. I haven't yes, seen him sir. in a while. But you have to get that a lot, right? I mean, you, you, there's uh, a lot of family People say we look alike. But, you don't uh, think so? I don't think so. I think uh, he's, um, he's never really grown a beard, first of all. And then second of all, uh, I just think he's got a lot, a lot larger face than mine. And there's just <laughs> a lot of things. He, actually, he put on a lot more weight, but... Uh, it's uh, we always joke around as a family about it, and uh, he's been great about it. But he's an unbelievable supporter. Him and my mom do so much for me, and uh, really want me to do well. And I mean, I take so much pride in representing our family and representing our university. So, if you saw a picture of Duke's Grayson Allen next to presidential candidate Ted Cruz, <laughs> you would say they have more of a family resemblance than you and your own father have? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't Am I really putting wanna, words in your mouth, yeah, Luke? Yeah, you are. Luke, I don't want to speak on that. I'm just but, kidding. Uh, Luke May is joining us on the David Glenn Show.
How did your life change after that shot? I know you're only looking forward, but I just have to know, man. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Yes, How sir. do you keep your feet on the ground? How did your life change? Um, I think coming to work every day with my teammates and really uh, being able to just experience life with them. We spend so much time together. It's really something special. And then with my parents, my dad being a college athlete and playing a little bit in the pros, and then my mom being such a great athlete in high school, they really do a great job of kind of encouraging me and kind of giving me information to kind of stay grounded and remain humble and uh, continue to just play for others and play for my coaches, and that's what I try to do each and every day. You guys are not only a, a crazy good UNC story, you're a crazy good athletic family story. You mentioned your mom. We talked about your dad. Your brother Cole was yes, winning in his own NCAA championship <laughs> as a baseball player with the Florida Gators. This might sound like a geeky question, but I'm serious. If you had to sort of build a pie chart, mom and dad gave me great DNA. Man, you're 6'8", 230. You got some athletic DNA mom and dad gave you. Yes, sir. But how about the rest of the pie chart, like the lessons they've taught you to make sure that you pulled the best version of yourself out? How's that pie chart? Are we going 50% DNA, 50% life lessons, or, or do you... Would you draw those percentages in different ways? I mean, a lot of it is DNA, and thank the good little above for everything he's given myself and my three younger brothers. But, I mean, I'd probably have to say 40, 60 life lessons. I mean, they just do so much to kind of make sure that we live the right way and live for others and represent the family well. And um, I just can't thank them enough for everything that they've given me and the opportunities that they've provided for myself. Every member of the May family that I've met, which is everybody we've just mentioned at some point, is a great representative of the family. How about things like work ethic? I mean, y'all have figured out the how to treat people the right <laughs> way. You know, at some point, DNA takes you only so far. How did y'all balance being a good person, being a good student, but also, I imagine, man, a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into making Cole that baseball player yes, or you sir. this basketball player? Uh, I think just growing up competitive. I mean, all four of us have aspirations to uh, play college sports, and luckily two of us have already done that. And, I mean, continue to push each other and uh, making each other better. I mean, my dad having played, and he gives us great insight. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's up to us to want to work. And, I mean, I just think we all want to be the best version of ourselves we can be. So, I mean, that comes with work. I mean, Coach Williams preaches it all the time. The only way you get better is through sweat. And I've really kind of taken that to heart, and I've taken that back to my family and told my brothers that, and they've really embraced that. And I'm just so thankful that uh, they're kind of listening to their older brother a little bit. <laughs> UNC's Luke May is joining us on the David Glenn Show. If the family was goofing around – and, like, <laughs> Dad Mark was talking about throwing touchdown passes for the Tar Heels. Cole brings up the national championship in baseball at Florida. Do you have, like, the trump card? Because how, what card could you play? Your mom, your brother, your, your dad. What card is there to play better than we just won a national championship <laughs> and I hit the shot to beat Kentucky? Uh, is, is that the tr it's, is, it's is, a is that a mic drop by Luke May right there? I mean, there? whenever we talk and uh, – I mean, I know me and my brother both won a national championship, but, I mean, it's always good to kind of be a little bit more competitive and bring up the shot. But, uh, I mean, we all want each other to do well. I mean, my parents preached all throughout my childhood about how there's going to be so many people rooting against you and wanting you to uh, screw up. And, 
I mean, just having a family atmosphere that really supports you and you know you can turn to for kind of help is just something that I really, really embrace. Your coach, Roy Williams, has joined us on the David Glenn Show multiple times a year for over a decade at this point. Did you notice a change in coach after what he described as the NCAA junk for the entirety of your Tar Heel career is finally a thing of the past as of, uh, what, a couple, Two ten weeks. days ago, yeah. something like that? Did, um, like, I, like, was there a big exhale moment where everybody could just turn that page and move forward? I mean, he brought it up to us, and uh, he felt relieved, as he should, but uh, he's been unbelievable through the process, and really uh, we've all trusted him and known that uh, he speak the truth to us, and really wants the best for us and he's going to do everything in his power to achieve that and I mean I just can't thank him enough for the um, tr trust and the uh, kind of loyalty that he's shown to myself and to my teammates as well I mean it's really something special and it's something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. All of us have seen you play Joel Berry play Theo Pinson your guy here in Charlotte today play we've even seen Cameron Johnson play because we saw yes, him with the Pitt Panthers we, and some other guys we've seen when you're asked by Tar Heel fans about these five freshman scholarship players, who has jumped out to you so far? Uh, I think Garrison Brooks has really been a great player, and I think uh, Jalik Felton coming in has had a lot of kind of hype, and I think he's living up to it. I mean, he's an unbelievable player and really does a great job of getting everybody involved, and I'm really excited about this season. His name is Luke May. He's on to his next stop in the car wash here at Operation Basketball <laughs> in Charlotte. Congratulations on everything. You really Thanks. have a, a great story and a great family. We're happy you survived your car flip. Thank I know you've you. gotten a lot of questions about that, but thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. Thank you so much, David. You Great got it. With you. For those who don't know, he's immortal now, and he always will be. Luke May, immortality, heading into uh, a, a fascinating season with the Tar Heels. It is six foot eight, two 230-pound forward Luke May. We'll, we'll be interested to see if he has to play center because he mentioned – wrote one of the most interesting things about Carolina's challenge in a year where Duke is really good because of that freshman class plus Grayson Allen. Miami's really good. Louisville has all of its chaos, but also has a lot of great basketball players. Uh, Notre Dame, of course. With Carolina, it's not a lack of talent. It's who's going to play in the post. And for essentially a half century, Carolina has been one of those programs that demands inside-outside balance. Uh, in an era of college basketball where a lot of programs have given up on the idea of traditional centers, the Tar Heels have been one of those to resist that change the most. They don't typically play one post surrounded by four perimeter. They actually often will have two posts surrounded by three perimeter. And when you send as many guys to the NBA as they have over the decades, it works for you because you can recruit that caliber of player. On this year's Carolina team, Luke May at six foot eight, two hundred thirty pounds, who, who is a kind of a stretch forward. I mean, the guy can hit threes, but he's not really a catch, turn, and shoot guy down in the low post. He's big enough and strong enough, especially at this stage of his career. He's a junior this season, but the guys the Tar Heels are going to be leaning on in the post, like true centers or something close to that. Brandon Huffman's a true freshman. Sterling Manley's a true freshman. Garrison Brooks, the guy that Luke just mentioned, is a true freshman. I mean, that's it. Joel Berry's a point guard. Theo Pinson's a wing player. Cameron Johnson is 6'8", the pit transfer, but he's not a post player. He's more like, um, he's a lot more like Justin Jackson was. Not, you can't expect him to be an All-American, but Cameron Johnson is a three-point shooting scorer. 
the way Justin Jackson was for the Tar Heels last year, just not quite that good. Kenny Williams is back. He's a perimeter player. Brandon Robinson is back. He's a perimeter player. Seventh Woods is back. He's a point guard. So you have at the 1, 2, 3, and 4, the Tar Heels look like they're ACC championship caliber. They're Final Four caliber, perhaps. But when you have no known commodities at all at the five, you need to either ask people like Luke May to play out of position regularly, or you need one or really more of those freshman big men to come along and fill that hole so that the Tar Heels don't have to so dramatically change the way they like to do things under Roy Williams that it's uh, you know brand new for everybody to a degree that just doesn't execute well on the floor. We'll see. Long journey ahead. Luke May will be a big part of whatever success the Tar Heels do have this season. Plenty of certain commodities at the one through four slots. All, all questions at the five for this year's Tar Heels, at least for now. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We're coming at you live from Charlotte at the ACC's annual Operation Basketball event. Let's throw it back to the studio in Raleigh, and then we'll be right back here in Charlotte. Operation Basketball continues next on the David Glenn Show.